This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. Welcome to another episode of Property Jam, the podcast where we talk about everything on the human side of property. And today uh, it is back with just the three of us. And we've got a, two of us. Joe's putting up two fingers. No, there oh, are no, that was, my, that was my peace sign. Although, to be fair, I've got COVID at the moment, so I could get wiped out any minute. You could just be down to two. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, what, why have you got COVID, Joe? What, what have you been doing recently? Uh, which kind of links to our episode topic for today. <laughs> I went on holiday with a bunch of property investors skiing up a mountain. Um, you would have to go skiing down a mountain. Oh, you would actually go skiing down a mountain. But, but to be I mean. fair, I went up, down <laughs> and sideways with my level of skiing. It was hilarious. But I, I survived. But I came away from it with COVID, which was a bit annoying. Did so, the rest of your uh, gang get, were they clear of COVID or did they get brought down with it? To be confirmed. So I've only just found out literally just before we came on the podcast, I did a positive test. And so, yeah, I've just let the group know. So we'll see what they say. Um, but the two of them are feeling rough. The rest of them seem to be all right. So we shall see. But yeah, I was feeling a bit peaky towards the end of the trip. But um, yeah, and then, you know, just tired, bit chesty, bit gross. So I didn't really do much skiing in the last two days. And then, like, yeah, I felt rotten yesterday, like in bed all day. I thought, do you know what? I'm just, it feels like a chest infection. It's probably nothing. I just do a cheeky little test. Yeah, it turns out bloody positive how annoying is that i've swerved covid up until now i thought it was like some superhuman no because um yeah if we we go back a couple of years you were just back off your most recent ski trip um when covid was kicking around and you survived that one didn't you totally survived in fact i've survived the whole of covid like without any like anything just yeah skiing and living my best life no no not this time so so yeah um but what were you doing whilst on holiday? Because obviously that's not, not about property. Obviously everyone wants to know how you are, Joe. Um, but uh, on, on property, on, on on your ski trip, you had a realisation. I did. Well, not, not a realisation. An, an epiphany. An, an epiphany. epiphany. And it doesn't happen very often. So when it does, you have to take notice. So, um, yeah, no, what it was, so basically there was nine of us on this on this group um, who went skiing in Verbier. And... Um, uh, seven of which are active property investors you know seven, all, of whom. Se- seven of whom thank you seven of whom are all active property investors two of whom um are not um one is the stepson of a property investor and the other one is an angel investor so she is kind of involved at one remove so um but she's linked to me so she's a very close friend of mine so it was like really it was very very interesting because obviously when you're on holiday with a a, a dominant a predominantly property investing group evening conversation will often sway towards property chat but what came up from that was like one in, one evening in particular we're all in the chalet and we just had this amazing dinner and we just got into really deep property chat. You know how sometimes when you amongst your people, you just go off on one, like you go deep into property chat. And because we were all talking about different things and there were people there of different levels, there were lots of questions being knocked around. And then we would all give our tuppence worth on, you know, our perspective on that. 
But the two who weren't involved in property were there at the table. And there was a real consciousness about how involved they could be or should be. So one of them, he's like 24 years old, not in property himself, but his stepdad is so into it. He was almost taking notes at the dinner table. He loved the conversation so much as an observer. Whereas my friend, I could tell she just felt a bit out of the loop. And we were also being quite exclusive in a way, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But because you're like, well, what do you do here? Because, you know, you're amongst property people. She's on a property ski trip. Like, how do you how do you balance it? So, I mean, truth be told, the rest of the trip was probably fairly balanced. But I did feel very aware that we'd kind of gone down a deep we got a deep tangent that she just couldn't couldn't get involved in so yeah I guess it just raises the point you know do you talk shop you know when you're with property people and there's others but that within that group there's not many property people uh, there's there's also some non-property people there like how how considerate what about this? Can be? what about this so um investing with with family mm. and um talking shop uh, over the christmas dinner table all of that so all yeah. of that because because that happens like what's going on you end up talking about it and then they talk about this bit of the deal that's going on or this tenant that did that and and um you, it, it just comes up in conversation and you're not in business with everybody there um so but i, th- I think it comes down to the uh, it's that what do you call it the effect where you've got if, if the majority of people there are property investors you talk about property and it doesn't feel out of the ordinary and maybe you don't actually consider the people that are not talking about property whereas if they're you're the, the few and you find a kindred spirit so i remember i went to a party for um it was one of amelia's one of the nct mums um had a first birthday party for one of the kids it was last year and I went to this party. I was not feeling very well at the time. I can't remember why. COVID? Uh, COVID? COVID? No, I wouldn't have gone to a party if I had COVID. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> did, did we, with kids. Right, just... And I wasn't drinking because I was on my kind of health kick where I was losing weight. Oh, yeah. and, and I was being really good. So I didn't partake in the party food. This is probably why I wasn't feeling very well. Yeah. <laughs> I was feeling like crap because I wasn't drinking and I wasn't eating cake. Yeah, you were the worst person ever to hang out with at a party. I yeah. But I went to the party and it was just full of, you know, um like mums and and you know, people, yeah, you, know, you start to have a conversation with people you realize you don't have very much in common with most people. And then towards the end, um I got chatting to one guy who was the brother of the mum. Um, who's uh, one of the partners at the, one of the biggest architects firms in on the south coast okay um and all of a sudden it was just like huh and then we got chatting about two hours later they were peeling us away from the actually what happened was two hours later we ended up back in the house it was getting really windy <laughs> out the corner of our eyes the marquee literally went whooshed, over the, the wind lifted it up over like a six, six no, probably a seven foot, eight foot wall into the middle of the road, the other side of the wall. <laughs> it was a really windy day. Anyway, that's beside the point. But yeah, so um, so I wasn't really talking a lot about property because most people were switching off. And then you hit one person, and then you and then you um hit or hit one person. You find one person, <laughs> and then you and then the Smith on them, slap them around the face. Like, yeah. you're not doing, but you're you're not you go into your own. Um, 
yeah, you just go into your own world of chatting about something which you, you've got you've got in common. I think it's the same with any topic, um, regardless. Yeah, and you know, if you go on a holiday with someone that's talking about, like, if I go with other musicians, guess what we talk about? Music. Music and property. <laughs> yeah, it's when you have that mix, though, isn't it? That's where it gets a bit. It's. it's I guess it's, it's because the, the the majority. I guess. Yeah, it's the majority. Yeah, and so and so because it's the majority, everyone wants to chip into that property conversation. And you had maybe like one or two that didn't, and they they had no respite from it. There was no one else they could talk to. So, I but they think, could have talked to each other. To be fair, because one of them didn't want to. One of them was listening. That's the thing. So it, it sounded oh, like he was it. Yeah. But he had one person who wasn't involved, and no one, I suppose, was. Yeah, you could have split the groups up and done something else. You could have changed the topic. We tried. You know, that's the joke of it. Like, so what happened was we, we all st- we so it, it, the conversation sort of t- took a bit of a hiatus because I think Sarah sighed or something. Um, this is my mate, and she goes, and then I think one of the group, Pete, said to her, "Oh, you know, do, so you and Joe, your mates, obviously she's in property, blah blah blah, this and that." he's like do you find yourself talking about property much and she's like no nah, like we we go through like what we need to talk about and then we're just into best bud chat and he was like oh okay and then that that forced the conversation to take a natural hiatus and we're all like oh yes yeah, sorry we're boring the pants off of you we should definitely change the subject straight back in like we were balls deep within like five minutes like straight back into something because somebody asked a question and that was it off we went again so it's finding that balance isn't it i think and but you made a really good point there Matt no you might relate to this as well like if you are amongst a group of people and this is mostly my friends from school um my my peers I suppose um if I'm the only one out of my group that doesn't have kids and so when we get together they will all be talking about their kids and it's a natural point of chat because that's what their life priorities are mostly revolving around now, personally, I don't have a problem with it. I really don't. I struggle sometimes when the kids are there because it's just so freaking annoying because you're trying to just grab five minutes with your mate and you can't because they're constantly interrupted. But on a night out, it's just the grown-ups and they want to talk about their kids. I'm like, you need this. But I think the assumption from their side is that I can't join in. But of course I can, but just not in the same way. So they have an insecurity and a guilt around that. But I'm actually okay with it. I don't know how you feel, Niall. I'm all right with it. As long as it's not the whole night, I'm all right with it. Yeah, as long as there's some respite from it. Like I've, I've, I guess I've got the advantage of lots of nieces and nephews so I can hey, relate to I've a certain kids. amount of it. Yeah. Um, and I can appreciate as well, it, like you said, it is such a big part of their lives. But I guess <laughs> slightly off tangents, not related to just conversations, but you, when someone has got such an interest in something and suddenly their social media just for example with kids or dogs or whatever suddenly their social media is just littered <laughs> with pictures of babies and dogs and stuff yeah baby bomb just went off yeah baby bomb. <laughs> yeah. yeah full of baby bomb yeah, yeah. On, on a fitness regime and literally you're seeing what they have for lunch like chicken and broccoli every single day you're like all right people like let's scale it back a little bit yeah yeah you're right it is in, inherent with any kind of life priority I suppose um but yeah it was just it just raised it just raised something that I've not been around for a very long time you know because normally when we're together it's just us so we're just always talk. you know we've got a whole podcast talking about property so it's a natural conversation point you know when you're with um, friends and family just on on that point what if the majority of people listening to this don't want to listen about listen to property yeah maybe maybe, maybe we're boring the pants on people they're just like why 
Oh, yeah, I'm joking. But well, the human side of property, which you know, as we know, just goes off on all sorts of random tangents, doesn't it? I mean, it's just yeah. it does. But like, but the same is true of um, if I know if I'm I'm with my friends and family, for example, chances are I'm not going to be talking about property. Certainly not to the extent that we would, you know, as as fellow investors. So this was the first time it was all kind of under one roof on a holiday sort of property sort of experience and it was like hmm okay. yeah like, I, I get where Sarah's coming from because um Alex doesn't really enjoy being in a group that's just property investors for those of he, you that don't know property jammers Alex is Niall's partner Niall's husband it just making a lot of assumptions there oh Alex yeah we know Alex yeah I'm, I'm sure he's come up before yes <laughs> um so like it, it's he, he gets just like is there nothing else you can talk about? So right. he just because because he's not involved in it on a day to day basis, so he'd rather just not be part of the conversation because he feels like he's just not able to contribute or gets overlooked because um, he's not the property person, so the questions are never directed to him. Um, so so I can completely understand it. Um, I guess that's one thing as well. I guess for we don't work together, so we can switch to other another topic if we're having a conversation together quite easily, but. For you, Matt, if you're working and uh, living with Lara all the time, do you find it difficult? Can you switch off? Is there a switch off? Is there another topic that you ever talk about that's not a babies and property? Um, <laughs> so I, I, I'll, I'll take well, babies, I think, is an important one because you talk yeah, it's for the same reason why majority of other people who have young kids talk about young kids. So talk about that. Talk about um we do talk about work because sometimes it's actually a way to unwind as well mm. uh, we can have a you know, have a conversation have a bit of a moan if someone's been a bit of a pain sorry yeah. <laughs> Niall again it's not it's not it's not always you Niall you know <laughs> we, we, we love everyone in our business but sometimes you just need to have a bit of a moan because they did something yeah, stupid or just didn't get something you're just like and you see you have a little you have a little bit of a moan um and then you go okay well actually um, and, I, and I have this annoying habit of trying to see it from both sides, um, which Lara hates. She's like, just listen to me moan, for God's sake. <laughs> and you're trying to be all like rational and reasonable and balanced and stuff. And yeah. Just... yeah. If, 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 if there's anything which could unbalance someone really quickly, it's a balanced opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the most annoying thing. It's like, support me. Listen to what <laughs> I'm saying. My opinion's valid. Fuck everyone else. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I am such a dick. Um, so... Um, <laughs> So, so yeah, we do talk about that. We talk about um, talk about the fact that we must go on holiday. That comes up a lot. We must go on holiday, um, oh, and God, then we, we don't. Yeah. yeah. So we have booked a couple um, off the back of it, but it's like yeah. So the things that we we talked about, I think it comes back to things we talked about before we get into property was. Um, I can't remember now. We just talked the things we had in common. We liked yeah, we like music. We like doing stuff, going out, having dinner. Yeah, I think, and just planning cool stuff. Mm. We used to do a lot more cool stuff, and that's I think having a kid in a pandemic kind of curved, um, curbs it all. Say, so, um, that's one one thing I, I liked about Lara was the fact that she was always good at finding something cool to go and do. Um, so I keep saying, yeah, let's do that again. Let's go do something cool because you're the cool one. You're <laughs> can the cool one. Cool. You're, you're the nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're the one that that finds these things. You know, so how do you find out about that? Say, so, um. Um, so yeah, so um, doing things like that, uh, music, 
we talk about a little bit it's coming up more and more now because our album's finished oh yeah so, um so yeah we're now doing we're trying to book rehearsals and getting six people in a room at the same time that have busy diaries is, is tricky but we're booking a launch gig i think we're gonna be launching in september yeah uh, yeah we finally so we're, we're if talking. i come along to that gig are you just going to talk about music because if that's the case i'm not going to come like we'll not, be, we'll not be talking we'll be playing and you'll be dancing oh will i be dancing okay that's fine yeah you'll be dancing. I'll, just, I'll try not to have covid by that point an, an unofficial um uh launch there will be a gig in nottingham in september and hopefully one in london or brighton as well oh yeah london sounds great because i can literally just yeah. you know stagger home that's brilliant great cool um so uh, we're, we're uh we're, we're planning that at the moment um, which, to be honest, isn't far enough in advance <laughs> with the venues that we're trying to. It's like we need, we need to be booking a tour for next year. Um, well, I guess there, there, there are two years worth of tours and gigs all backlogged. Backlogged. Just, yeah. Yeah, I messaged, messaged one of the producers on the album and I said, well, can you get us a gig at London, London Latin Jazz Festival? Because she's one of the curators. And she was like, I wish I could, but it's been booked up for about a year. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, it's like we've got so many people that were booked during the pandemic and before that, you know, it, it's, it's, um, uh, yeah, so, so we need, we need, we got to get our, now we've got the album done, get the, the promo material together, which is our plan, which we're doing at the moment, and then we can start getting it out to people. We've had some really positive feedback from some promoters and, um, uh, PR companies and stuff. So we're, um, in our little niche of our kind of Afri Cuban world music. You know, I'm feeling like Sarah at the at the dinner table in the chalet. Like, I feel like, yeah. There's only one of me, though. I'm just just telling you. You're talking to yourself, you know. And I'm like, it's a party of one. I don't want to. I don't want to be at this party. I just want to turn up, have a nice little drink, and a dance to your music. I don't need the details. I don't want to know. Like, so we talk about this stuff. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, chatting more to the the music, the musos, and arranging all of that. Um, So. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's that's what we we talk about and and life and you know where we're going and why we're doing what we're doing, um and should we be doing what we're doing? You know that type of stuff, philosophy. You know, it's like say, do, do we is are we going in the right direction? You know, I think that's more after a few few drinks. It's like, uh-huh. So are we doing the right things? You know, certain to some things we're doing are working really well. Some things are really hard. It's like, should we be doing this still? Should we change tack? and i suppose it is business related but also personal because it's also intertwined absolutely with so your situation right. it really is isn't it mm. it's like it's hard, it's hard not to talk shop because you know our future family life is is intertwined with the with the business and how it all yeah. works and the success of the business so um and when things um go well then you know we can have that future family life that we keep talking about and, and yeah we we implement things as we go and i think it's just having those goals setting those goals um and making sure they're on the same page all the time yeah i guess that makes sense because it it is quite obviously it is very interlinked because it's personal as as well as business so it's not just shop yeah i think yours is quite exceptional actually matt because it really does overlap with everything you know you've got the training business and you've got the property business and you've got the family and you've got you know it's everything isn't it social it's like you guys are pretty much doing everything together so that it's hard to how could it not come up in conversation you know um continuously you know mm. that's a lot um but that to- you like you've always said that totally works for you whereas I know in your situation now that's just not the not that's not the suited dynamic to your relationship at all no um yeah never really it was never really what I wanted from day one anyway so 
No, it's funny, isn't it? But then I was, uh, I was kind of sat at the table and sort of was questioning, you know, is this what I would, you know, bring, it does bring up the whole relationship thing again, you know, just if I was to get into a relationship, I know we've talked about this before, like, do you want to kind of just be with somebody where you do talk shop um, when you're effectively on holiday or switching off or coming away from it? Because yeah, the one of the, I've told you this before, one of the most annoying things is when you're dating and then you go out and they find out you're in property. It's literally in the main kind of where the conversation goes and you really do feel like you're, yeah, talking shop on what should be a, no, there's more to me than property kind of get to know me sort of vibe. And yeah, I think it, that I would, I, I'm more towards Nile. I think I like the, the balance. Um, because yeah, what, what I like about it is that, you know, I can have, a com- if I'm having a bad day or if I need a sounding board, it's a completely independent view that's not involved in the day-to-day or not involved even in the industry, never mind in the day-to-day. So I know that it's going to be completely um, different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the, here's the thing. That trip, the ski trip that we were on was property investors. You know, it was actually that was the whole guise of it. That was the whole how it was. That's the audience. Basically, what, what you're saying is Sarah was on the wrong trip. She shouldn't have come. Yeah, yeah fuck off, Sarah. Like, what, what are you doing? Like, yeah, know your audience, girl. Yeah, but I, I don't think I've ever been on a property because this is my third property sort of themed skiing trip. We've never got into the nuts and bolts of what we do to the extent that we did on this one particular night. And, and I think what I found was. I was loving it so much because we really got into the what do you do? What do you do? Or in this situation, have you ever? And it was so great. And it wasn't it wasn't educating each other by, you know, it wasn't somebody going, oh, you know, I'm just starting out and I'm green as grass. I just want to pick your brains. It wasn't that kind of bullshit. It was just peers talking, you know, laughing and sharing experiences and really getting into the, the nuance of what we do. Very human chat. And I absolutely loved it. But me being the empath that I am, I was so aware that there was a limit to how much, you know, two members of that group could get involved. And so, yeah, it was a very strange position to be in because half of you was just loving the chat, but half of you was also like, oh, feels a bit guilty. But on balance, if I look back at the rest of the trip, that was just one night. It wasn't a whole trip and we were away for five days. Mm. So, you know. Well, well, in the grand scheme of things, then, if, if it was only one night or one dinner out of five, then that's that's OK. It was fine. I mean, honestly, the rest of the time we played Cars Against Humanity. We watched this thing called La Least. I don't know if you've ever watched it. It's a YouTube documentary. Um, I think it's on Netflix as well of a guy who basically skied the steepest, 15 steepest slopes in the world. And when you see them, it makes what I was doing verbiate look like I'm on the flat. Like, seriously, it was it, these these guys are insane. They're the, it's a French guy, Javier, somebody. So we were just all watching these this mental man just ski down mountains and like, yeah, just breaking off into little clusters and having like chats and stuff. So the property stuff was very incidental. We just went deep one night and yeah, just it was very interesting about, you know, the dynamic that it created that I thought I'd sort of just raise on the podcast because it was worth it was worth chat. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't think I should feel any guilt about it. I don't think the group should either. No. Especially if they're listening. Hi guys. Hi, Hi Harry. Hi Sarah. Big love to you both. Miss you already. Hope you don't have COVID. 
<laughs> yeah, thanks, Joe. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, guy. Yeah. Not only did you bore us with your conversation, you've also given us COVID. <laughs> exactly. What the worst person's going on holiday with, like the worst. But you know what it is, right? And this is how you could tell the world's moved on. Because the last co- the last um, ski trip we did, COVID had just hit. So this is March 2020. We're in Italy, in Lombardy, where the whole world thought it all came from and was blaming, you know, like the northern part of Italy. And we were just like, what the hell's going on? And you had this two metre per like gap between people being enforced. There was a curfew. So um, at 10 p.m., then you had to go home and all the clubs shut, just the bars are open and the restaurants. It was all these silly rules and we didn't really understand what was going on. And then this time around, honestly, COVID, schmovid. Like they didn't even care. We were in this one nightclub and we were just forced together like sardines and there was a rock band and they were just doing tributes. Like they were just literally doing cover after cover after cover. And we were sweating. I mean, people were practically licking each other. We were exchanging sweat with people were dancing on the bars. We were dancing up on the chairs. I was never been so sweaty in my entire life. I'm pretty sure that was a Petri dish of COVID just brewing right there. I think I just literally inhaled it. So, yeah. Sounds wonderful. I'm sure. Honestly, it was, I have to say, it was, a, it was a fantastic ski trip. If you ever get to go to Verbier, it's worth it. It's, it's quite tricky skiing, very steep, very steep slopes, but... Um, it's mostly reds, but it's um, for any of uh, any of you listeners out there who are into skiing. But it's um, it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. So uh, yeah, it was great. But also, can I just say, I've not been on holiday for two years, and this actually brought up a point as well. And I know we've talked about this on the podcast before. I haven't been away properly. I've had the odd like night here in a spa with friends or what have you. I haven't had a proper holiday since COVID hit. And if you haven't, and you are able to. I think taking a holiday after what's been a chronic crisis in the background of everything, you know, with COVID, I think it made me realise how much of a break I did need away from my business, away from life, away from everything. And COVID aside, just how important that was. So, yeah, if you haven't yet taken a holiday because you've been putting it off or it's been cancelled or take it, it's... um, it does it does you the world of good well I, I, yeah i can completely agree with that because i've just not that long ago come back from from dubai 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 and just having that even though i was still technically working a bit when i was there um it was just so nice just to be away from it yeah um just to switch off a wee bit and just have a day in the sun yeah absolutely it's so important like, yeah towards the end of the holiday i just sat on a deck chair it was about 15 degrees one day up the mountain it was insane mm-hmm. just listening to music looking out of the vista of the you know the the swiss slopes just thinking wow this beats my living room you know <laughs> like i'm not gonna get this in streatham so so the so the, the, the challenge now then is to get uh, mr baker away somewhere yeah mr baker you've been away haven't you you did a uh, the honeymoon yeah, so I had three weeks in October, November. Yeah, and you were you were in Devon on Sunday, so you know that's 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 a holiday. That's living. That is living right there. <laughs> yeah, not quite. Uh, but um, the um, yeah, I feel like we did. We've done something. I'm not entirely sure what what we've done, but no, we, yeah, we're going to go away. We've got um, July is our next um trip. We're going to Camp Festival. I feel like I know where that is. What is that? It's down in Dorset. It's a oh, music is it? Fest- a music festival. That's it. Yeah. 
and it's uh, very kiddie friendly. So uh, we're going, we're going alone, just me, Lara, and Emmy, and we're going to make some friends when we're there. Nice. We'll probably bump into the odd person that we know. I don't know whether we know anyone, mm. um, but uh, yeah, it'll be uh, be good fun. Yeah, it will be. It's in July though, so that's what we're April, May, June. But you are getting on a plane in, in May though as well. Oh yeah, we're going to Croatia. We need to book oh. that. We do need to book that, yeah. Yeah, and I think we need to do some jiggery pokery of our diaries so we can stay there longer. Oh, is that your is that a retreat, a business retreat you're going on? It is indeed. Yeah, great. Mm. Honestly, Croatia. Mm, beauts, loved it. Never there. been, never been there before. Really so I'm nice. I'm looking forward to it. I really like Croatia. It's been a while since I've been back, but that was uh, a regular haunt. Where are you going? Are you going split? Are you going Dubrovnik? What's the oh hang know? on? I have been in Croatia. Oh God, how does he not know? <laughs> well, I've only I've, well, I've only been like I've been I flew into Split and then drove through to um where did I go? Croatia. Havar. I love Havar. No, it was actually it was Croatia. I didn't drive through it. I was I stayed in it. So you've actually been like you've I've, actually I've, drove when I was about 16 though so it's a very long time ago okay <laughs> that's that is a very back. long time ago that's that's more than half a lifetime ago May. Oh. yeah very pretty though it would have changed well, quite was, a bit it'll have changed a lot in that time yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay um so talking shop does anyone else have any any um thoughts on don't do it talking, talking shop <laughs> Um, well, I think, if, we, if we didn't talk shop, then this podcast wouldn't have come up in the first place. No, well, makes a good point. Is, is the ultimate shop talking. Um, and if anyone wants to talk shop on Property Jam, just let us know. Do I you mean, talk? Can I? Here's a question. Like, okay, so we're all out on a night out. Okay, we're like living our best life. You know, we're probably in Croatia. Noah's not going to remember one way or the other. And we're just having a lovely time. How much do you feel the need to talk shop when you are around your own crowd? Or do you actually feel the need to avoid the topic? Depends if you've got anything else in common. So people have conversations about things where you have something in common, a common interest, a common um, idea. And um, you start a conversation and someone will either be interested in that conversation and talk back to you or they'll shut that conversation down quite quickly. Or they'll just listen because they're polite. Um, I won't necessarily engage. So, so it really depends on who you're with. Like, um, uh, you know, we, we've got a few different things that we can talk about other than property. What, us um, three? Yeah. We've got loads of stuff we can talk about. Exactly. exactly. Um, so what would you talk about? Oh, it's, sometimes it's good to just ask a question. So, so what, what else are you up to? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what else are you doing? Yeah. So let's, let's have a non-property conversation. Just tell me anything about what else you're doing. And then you'll yeah. hear ran, random things like, yeah, so plan it is I'm going on a, having a flying lesson or I'm going to, yeah, I went swimming with Emmy this morning. Or I caught COVID while skiing. I caught COVID whilst, while skiing. Yeah. Emmy's a good little kicker. Oh, yeah, kicker. Or Niall, hair transplantation situations. Exciting times. I mean, that is a conversation that we're not going to have on the podcast, but we could if we wanted to. I'm not sure how much it relates to property, but that is the personal stuff. But you yeah, know. That's personal goals, achieving goals. personal goals in property. There you go. That was definitely a topic of conversation at the networking event on Saturday. Oh, I bet. What? Because yeah. it was so visible that you because, could. Because well, yeah, we can't really hide it. 
that looks amazing honestly we'll, we'll keep you updated on his uh but when did you have it done now how long ago uh it'll be two weeks tomorrow two weeks tomorrow yeah it looks amazing uh it looks really great so yeah well worth it yeah with really short hair maybe you should um, shave it off <laughs> i don't know about my hair transplant i just stay bald just stay bald <laughs> stop it you make me cough <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's so ridiculous. Can you imagine spending all that money and just be like, do you know what? I quite like a shaved head. Like, I, yeah. I actually don't. I don't I don't I don't think it looks good. I don't like it. I think it looks quite smart the, the how short your the sides are anyway. Yeah, I and quite then, like the short sides. It may be just in yeah, the, the length on the top is what you get you can focus on. <laughs> you have a big massive quiff. Oh my god, a huge quiff. on right on top of my head. I'd love that, like Elvis style. That'd be amazing. Big blonde <laughs> quiff. It's <laughs> so cute. I'd be, I'll be more like Tintin. <laughs> yeah, oh, Tintin. What a look. Uh, yeah. Dear. But yeah, there's loads of stuff. So I think, yeah, the message is, isn't it? It's like, it's okay to talk shop on holiday. It's okay to talk shop with your people. It's okay to, to talk shop generally, but it's that balance. It's just not if it's all you talk about, irrespective of who you're with, everyone's going to think you're a dick. I think that's the message. Yeah. Yeah. And on that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> on that bombshell, I think we'll, we'll wrap it up. I'd really like to hear uh, your opinion of uh, anyone listening. So do send us an email, propertyjampodcast.outlook.com if you've got any um, thoughts or, or stories about talking shop, um, if it's property or non-property. Uh, always great to hear other people's insights. Um, but apart from that, it is a goodbye from me. It's a COVID ridden goodbye from me. <laughs> That's a goodbye from me, too. <laughs>